this is Story Quest. Today's story is... The Red Blue Jay by Teddy. The Red Blue Jay. Have you ever seen such a thing? He's red. Red, I tell you. This was the chorus around the forest one spring morning. We'll find out more about what that was all about in a bit. But first of all, a bit about birds and their legends and gods. What? You don't know that birds have legends and gods? Well, they do. The main god of the birds was known as Busby. And whilst some birds, owls mainly and some ducks, didn't believe in him, others like blue jays talked about him all the time and brought worms and nuts to shrines and raised up their songs in praise. There were a few other minor gods of the birds, such as Trill and Featherfew, but they don't come up in this story, so we can just ignore them. And legends, wow. Well, all of the birds loved legends and fables. They were passed down from the older birds to the tiniest chicks. One legend was all about the arrival of the Firebird, a mythical blue jay who would appear at times of trouble and who would save the animals of the wood when they were in peril. Of course, like most legends, it was treated a bit like a fairy story. And truth be told, no one expected it to actually be true. Well, not until the arrival of a certain small blue jay. So let's meet him. Dasher, the blue jay, had been sitting on her eggs for a long time. But as the sun rose, a trembling and tapping began and the eggs began to hatch. The first egg hatched. One blue jay. The second egg hatched. Two blue jays. Then the third egg hatched. Three... What on earth? Dasher blinked and stared at the tiny little chick, still damp, and blinking, blinking, the third blue jay was red. A red blue jay. Can we even call him a blue jay if he's, well, red? Said Dasher to her mate, who was called Doshi. I suppose he's just a red blue jay. He must be very special indeed. There's never been anything like it. The news began to spread causing a flutter of excitement through the wood. A red blue jay! Have you ever seen such a thing? Oh, wow, he must be the firebird from the ancient legend, some said. Oh, yes, the firebird to save us all! The legend has come true, said others. So the red blue jay, who was named Russet, quickly became quite a celebrity, even though he was tiny and hadn't worked out how to use his wings or even perch on a branch. The nest became crowded with passing birds, all popping in to gawp at the new arrival and whisper about how strange and exciting it all was. Some birds even whispered that he probably had magical powers. Russet was unaware of all this fuss. Like I said, he was barely able to balance on the perch, so small and spindly were his little legs. But as he grew older, it was impossible to avoid the attention he was getting. Not least because, well, all the birds seemed to think that he had the answer to everything. One spring, there was a bit of a worm shortage. Where will we find enough worms to eat? I haven't got a clue, he said. Maybe switch to beetles and bugs instead. Oh, thank you, Russet. How clever you are, they trilled. Then, during a slow summer evening, he was disturbed by more flapping. Russet! Russet! There's a hawk circling the woods! Russet! What shall we do? Russet tried to hide in a hole in the trunk of a tree. Russet! squawked the rattled robin who'd puffed himself up so much he looked like a fluffy little boiled egg. Russet closed his eyes and hoped that it made him invisible. It did not. 
The Robbit hopped into the hole and pecked at his feet. What shall we do? Russet sighed and shrugged his feathery shoulders. I don't know. How on earth should I know? I don't know. Hide, maybe? Hide? Of course. You really are the wisest bird in the woods. It went on and on. These were just the big things. Even on a particularly quiet day, he was constantly being followed or peered at by the adoring crowd of blue jays. I mean, sometimes it was nice, like when they laid juicy worms at his feet, but with every month he became more and more bothered. He tried to get the others to see sense. I'm really just like you, you know. The birds laughed. (laughs) Russet, you are so humble as always. When he took off in flight, a trail of birds would flap behind him. When he hopped on the forest floor, a conga line of birds would appear in his wake, keen to hang on his every word or to watch what he was doing. One day it all got too much, and waking early, he flew away, under the cover of the last of the night. He didn't know where he was going, but he did know that he needed to escape. But as the sun began to rise on the day, looking back to his home, he saw something sinister. Thick black smoke was rising from the forest he had just left. A fire had broken out, and the other birds were trapped. He swooped back towards the nest. He had to help, but how? When he arrived, he saw that the other birds were in a panic, unable to escape the flames, which reached incredibly high into the sky. In a moment, he knew what to do. He flew up high, and with all his strength, he beat his small wings, and something incredible happened. Even though he was small... The gusts of wind from his flapping became bigger and gustier and bigger and bigger, gustier still, until they were a whirling hurricane. The birds were blown far into the sky and away from the flames, and the fire was finally extinguished. He'd saved the forest! But how? As the hurricane subsided into a breeze, Russet fluttered down to the scorched earth. Russet didn't know what to think. He didn't know he had such powers. The legend must be true. He was the fabled firebird, brought to save the forest after all. The birds returned to cheer and cheep and carried him on their shoulders. And even though Russet couldn't explain what had happened, things were about to change for the better. The birds had learned an important lesson and agreed never to bother him with something so silly ever again. Thank goodness you came back, they trilled. We never meant to scare you away. We need you here. And from then on, Russet was never hassled and lived a long and happy life without being followed and questioned and peered at all the time. And Russet had learned an important lesson too. Sometimes, the things we try to run away from end up being the very things that make us special. And being special doesn't have to mean we're burdened with responsibilities. Sometimes, it means we have the power to help those around us. And that's a gift worth cherishing. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. And we're here with Teddy who gave us the idea for the Red Blue Jay. Teddy, thank you so much. I've got to know, what gave you the idea for that title? I just like... And I saw, like, a blue jay with, like, a cardinal, and, like, I was thinking of the opposite. And the opposite of a blue jay is a red jay? Yeah. 
So we made you this story, right? The Red Blue Jay. Mm-hmm. When you when you gave us that idea, did you have any thoughts or ideas about maybe what a Red Blue Jay might get up to? Shoot water out of his wings and like put down fires and maybe like that. That's like a superhero, Red Blue Jay. I quite like it. Well, tell us, uh, who was your favourite character in the story? And the Blue Jays. Yeah, what did you like about them? Well, my favourite colour is blue. Mm-hmm. And you're wearing blue today. In the whole story, Teddy, what was your favourite moment? What was the best part for you? When um, they um, saved the um, other um, Blue Jays. Well, brilliant. It's been, I've really loved chatting to you. We loved writing the story and I really enjoyed reading out as well, taking you on the adventure with the Red Blue Jays. Teddy, thank you so much for sending that over to us. (laughs) 